here welcome back welcome back to bottom of the net this is episode 23 this will be a basketball episode and today we have a very special guest and this is his first time on the ep on the podcast this is uh ej and he has his own podcast called a to z sports talk so everybody give him a nice warm welcome hopefully you'll see his face you know more than this just this uh we got we got ej back in the building you know he got his own platform 93 ways man he's he's killing it and you got the bottom of the net boys Kyrie, cal and me cam you know we back we back uh in this episode we will be talking about is it time for the clippers to get rid of Kawhi and paul george is the young Pacers team a legit playoff contender what was the best trade and the worst trade of the offseason? Is the Rudy Gobert trade the worst trade of all time? And who's your MVP so far? So let's get right into it. So our first topic, is it time for the Clippers to get rid of Kawhi and PG? AJ, please start us off. I don't think so. I don't think so yet. I'm going to tell you, I need to see why get healthy first. And I know that's a big ask for sure, <laughs> but... I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it until the end of the season. I want to see Kawhi gets back. If he doesn't get back, you can you can make your decision that way. I think Ty Lue's a, if not the best coach, top three in the league. I think they have a tremendous tremendously deep roster. Um, it all rides on Kawhi. We know that. I, I I talked about it the other day. How every single single team that wins it from now on's got to have at least two stars to do it like we're seeing it we're seeing in dallas right now luca's really really struggling with what he's got over there spencer dinwiddie's not that guy so uh so yeah that, that's how i feel about it okay ej i feel like i feel like if it don't work this year it's time to cut that shit off man it's it's, it's rats bro like if it don't work this year bro it's done man like i'm i'm tired i'm tired of seeing hearing the same shit every year bro every year it's like Oh man, they're automatic championship contenders, and not like bro, it's every year, bro. Y'all, y'all, y'all say this shit every time, and, and it's getting annoying now. Like it's, when you seeing these dudes sitting out, they not playing. It's like, bro, you know how many people would love to be playing in the NBA right now, bro? That that they gonna play on them injuries. These dudes is hella privileged, man. <laughs> this is privilege at its finest, bro. If if it don't work this year, bro, they gotta get rid of them dudes, man. It's it, it just look bad, bro. I, I, I don't. I went to the game. I actually went to the Clipper game, and watch your boy I went to. Yeah, I went to watch them play, bro. I was I was up close, bro. We was we was in the hundred sections, bro. <laughs> we, we was watching them close, and we got to see. I, I went to two games. I went to I went to see. Um, I wanted to see Kawhi the first game. It was my birthday. Kawhi didn't play. I'm like per usual. And so Paul George went crazy. They still lost to the Nets that game. Then the next game I went, I got to see Kawhi play. Kawhi played like trash. He just don't look – he don't look in sync right now. Like, they were trying to get him in there, getting him rolling. He just don't look good, man. Like, his, his midi ain't there. He looked like he's scared to attack. It's due to him being injured for so long. But that's that's a problem, bro. Like, for me, I'm looking at it like if they don't do – if I'm pretty sure they rest him this long because they want to save him for the playoffs. But if they don't come in the playoffs going stupid, and hang it up, man. The whole operation, man. It need, it need to be done. Pronto. Okay. Kai? I feel, I feel the same way. I feel like we can't really just throw it all away right now. It's still, still kind of early. 
But they play they play like a total of like 110 games together. That's terrible. Horrible. But like that's what I'm saying. Like how long, they've been together for how long? It's like year three, year yeah, four, something four. like that. Four. Year four. So I'm like, yeah. well, that's the equivalent to like a season and like the playoffs. Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> You know, with the addition of John Wall, they got a couple extra pieces, you feel me? I'm, I still got to see how it all mixes together. But, like, I feel like if they were to get rid of Paul George and Kawhi, like, what, like, what, 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 what's the market? Like, what are they going to get for those for those two players? Like, I feel like mm-hmm. it, it's not much out there for us. So, besides picks, like, is that, do they really want to rebuild right now? Or do they feel like they have enough to, to contend at least, you feel me? Yeah. Okay. Where they fucked up was when they traded all their picks to OKC for Paul George. Like you don't do that. You, that's that's the stupidest thing you do. I feel like they have to rebuild because you could already see what what they've shown. Like whatever they've shown is it is what it is. Like they can't stay healthy. They can't stay on the court together. It makes no sense for them to play with each other at this point of their careers. They're they're probably going to be past their primes once they start playing with each other. Even even though Kawhi and PG are phenomenal players, we we've seen what Paul George has done in the playoffs. He's been terrible. Um, Kawhi, you can't stay on the court, so we we gotta we gotta trade them. That's the only option I see. Trade them. I agree with Cal, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's time. I I'm not waiting this whole season just to keep them on my damn bench. Trade them. Yeah, I've been together for four years. Go to the playoffs. Underwhelming. Regular season, y'all sit. And let's be honest, like AJ said earlier, y'all team always has that. Like, you guys have the players to win. And you got two of the best small forwards in the NBA. Whatever you want to call Paul George, shooting guard, you know, he's a tweener. But it's just at the end of the day, you got the stars, you got the pieces, you have the coach. What's what's holding y'all back? These two dudes who refuse to play. Or something's always wrong with them. And I still think they have trade value because when they do play, they're one of the best in the NBA, but they, they got to find their rhythm, and that takes too long. So it's like, get a couple draft picks, get get just even get a young star, something. Just get get rid of them. It's time. What does that trade look like, though? But realistically, realistically, I don't know. Because would you package them or would you separate them? Because if you package them, separate. that's that's a lot of money to pay. So it's just like if you separate them, I know teams are going to be more willing to bite on it. My thing is, who's gonna who's gonna give up enough to get him? It's not gonna be a young team rebuilding, giving up picks. They're gonna want to keep their picks. True. If we're talking a, he's not he's not liable with his injury right now. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I like I like the idea of trading. I just don't know who's gonna get it. And my thing is, he came. What, you guys remember all the ups in the off season? He was mm-hmm. dude was jacked. He looked completely right. He looked mm-hmm. he looked good. <laughs> Then he hasn't played. I, I even the first couple of games he was coming off uh, first game against the Lakers, he was hooping off the bench. He had like fifteen or whatever. So, I don't know. I don't know what the real is. If he's actually banged up, that's different. If we're just kind of resting him and playing him soft, I don't. I don't get it. No, it, it's the weight. It's the weight. If you see him, he's too big. Like he has to. Yes. Even if he trims down, he's probably not going to be as strong as he used to be. So it's like he's in between. He's stuck in between a rock and a hard place. It's either I get smaller and I lose my strength, or I stay this way and I continue to get injured. So he has to pick his poison. I'd rather get smaller, lose a little bit of strength, and still have my moves 
and still could hoop rather than be on the bench and do nothing. We'll see. For staying healthy, like a skill, is that like a at yeah, this point skill nowadays? Yeah, it has to be. You gotta, you gotta maintain your body, bro. That's the, that's your temple. Because you bro, gotta maintain. It. If I'm the Clippers GM, I'm frustrated. I'm out here, got the two. Like I said, they, the both of them are great two way players. Quad's arguably the best two way player of all time. Arguably, when he's healthy and plays, it's just like, yo, bro, I'm paying all this money for y'all to just sit down. I want to make a run. I want to make the Clippers an actual championship team for once. We ain't never seen that. <laughs> like, nah. you have you have every piece. It's just like, yo, bro, y'all got to play. As a GM, I, y'all got to play, bro. Ain't no more load management. Y'all got to play. Yeah, uh, and, I, and the thing. I, oh, my bad. My bad. I, get you. Uh, I think with them, too, like. Them coming in and out the lineup, it messes up chemistry of the team, like what's going on. You know what I mean? It's messing it up. Like I feel like Terrence Mann beginning to pick some up. You know what I mean? With them being out, like he's beginning to catch a little rhythm, like he was. We seen before in the past few years or whatever with him. Um, I like John Wall off the bench throwing hella dimes, bro. Like eventually you can insert him in the lineup, but then when you got Paul George and Kawhi keep coming in and out. You don't know when they're going to leave. It, it start killing the chemistry of the team. So even if they make a push or whatever towards the playoffs and then one of them come back, it's like how they going to look when they get back into the lineup. So that's that's just making it real tricky for them too. So I kind of am on, on edge with like trade them now low-key because, you know what I mean, see what it see what you can get out there. But I don't know, man. It's, a, it's, a iffy, it's an iffy question, man. Yeah. I feel like rubbing off on the young players the wrong way too, though. Like them sitting <laughs> in and out, you know, load management. Yeah. Like, yeah, facts, facts, facts. Like you could be like, oh, like you're not playing, but I'm playing. Like, how does that yeah, look? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how does that look? I'm hooping out here. I'm giving everything, and you get you got this big ass contract, and you're not hooping. Like, like that's crazy. That just comes well, option in his contract. Like he could pick. Feel me? Like it gotta be something. Do you, a little quick side topic. Do you do you guys feel like the NBA has to do something with the whole load management thing? I think they can't do anything with it. It ain't much they could do for real. Yeah, it's like if I want to sit, it's my it's my body. So if I don't feel this, does it come down to does it come down to like GMs putting something in those players' contracts? Like, yo, you have to play this X amount of games. Just how the Pelicans did that whole weight clause with Zion. Can it? Can something? Can you do something like that? That's interesting. Cause like I get it, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Lose money, something, something. Like I get it. If you're legit injured, like you're, you legit can't play. But it's just like you know, load management. Come on, bro. You jeopardizing playoff spot. You jeopardizing a certain seed to go into the playoffs. You jeopardizing something else. And like I said, especially with young dudes, it's like you start hooping. This young dude's going up now. Oh, let me come back and just ruin what he got going on. So it's just like, yeah. can there be a clause in a contract like, yo, you have to play 70 games. It's a must. If you're healthy, you have to play 70 games. Because we do live in a day and age where the technology, you, you could stay healthy. LeBron pays $1.5 mm-hmm. a year to take care of his body. Granted, not everybody has LeBron money, but I know in them top tier NBA facilities, you guys could stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I just don't know asking then if we ever the truth is with that 
like right right now when they're sitting Kawhi, they're not, not slowed management. They're saying it's his it was. So yeah, I guess exactly. like I guess we never really know. That that's the only that's problem. Too. Yeah. So so do you think that trade will go down as one of the worst trades of all time? No. Well, I mean the Paul George trade. Mm-mm. No. That, For all those I'm picks? not gonna I'm not gonna say it's the worst because one one, one of the worst one and because one OKC is still yet to make the jump with all those picks. They haven't made that acceleration or up uphill yet. They only had it with Chris Paul for a bit, and Chris Paul left. But with the Clippers, yeah, they don't play, but they always do make playoffs. So it's just like, I'm not going to call it the worst trade. Now, if they never made playoffs and they always like a bottom seed team, then I'll call it. But they always make playoffs no matter what we you know, what we say. They always make playoffs. What? Bro, what? Y'all, y'all going to... When we get into that topic, bro, we're going to definitely talk about the worst trade of all time, bro. And it ain't Rudy Gobert. <laughs> y'all going to be laughing when y'all hear this shit. Oh, y'all going to hate me. <laughs> um, so we're going we gonna to roll into our next topic. And I feel like this is going to be I'm, – I'm curious about y'all takes. Uh, is this young Pacers team a legit playoff contender? And they are sitting at the five seed right now, and their record is 12-10. and 10. Did you say playoff or play in? Playoff. 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 I don't think so. I, I think Hal Halliburton's exciting. I think uh, Matherin's exciting. I think this is like Buddy Heald and Miles Turner are great. But we see with the Jazz, and I have the Jazz on right now actually. But I'm watching this Jazz team, and I'm like, start at the one seed, you know, for the first two weeks. It's such a long season. Yeah. Such a long season, and I feel like the they're, they're so young. Guys like Miles Turner and Buddy Heald, that they they're, they're going to hit that wall at some point. Oh, that they're going to be bodies aren't used to this being that young. I'm talking Matherin. I'm talking yeah. uh, Andrew Nem, Andrew Nemhard. Uh, I think Halburn's a dog. I think he's going to continue to do this, but I think they're actually going to fall to that play-in spot. And at that point, I, I think they'll probably end up moving Miles Turner and Buddy Heald at, at some point in the season, um, and then just. They're in a rebuild. I, I personally, I came into the season thinking they were big. It surprised me in that aspect, but I, I don't see them. Uh, don't see them making the playoffs. Okay, EJ. I think I think they're. I think they're gonna make the playoffs. I mean, I think they're gonna make the play in. If they win in there, I'm not quite sure yet. You know what I mean? Like like what he was saying, it's a long season, so you know, I really can't tell you if they're gonna make a stride in the playoffs. I, I feel like they they might surprise somebody in the play-in and then, you know what I mean, like play somebody, a real season team in the, in the East, in the AFC somewhere, and, and then end up losing. I feel like that would most likely will happen to them. But then I got this other side of me. It was like I feel like their ceiling is really high, you know what I mean, going into the next year. They got like a full lineup, man. Them hard. Um... I like Jalen Smith. I feel like that was a fire like, trade, I man. Hate the, I uh, hate the fact the Suns gave him up. I hate it. They, 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 they should not. They even play him, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because like, when he when he used to get in for uh for Aiden and all, I used to be like, yo, this dude, mad talented, bro. Like, uh, yeah. But we're gonna hear. And you seeing uh, with the goggles? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna bet on Cameron Payne. <laughs> <laughs> That was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> horrible 
but yeah, like Jalen, bro, he he a monster, man. And then and then Turner Turner's really inconsistent, but you know when he play, he play. You know what I mean? So I feel like with 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 uh, Tyrese and and then Matherin, bro, like they they got a fire squad for next year. I feel like next year and the years to come, if they keep the squad together, they could be something special. It almost like. Like with the Celtics, we knew coming in this year it was gonna be something special. Like I feel like that for the Pacers, like they're gonna be something special for the years to come. Like this year, no, I don't think they're gonna make no crazy push in the playoffs or anything like that. But I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. If it happened, I'd be like, "Wow, okay, yeah, I, I could have seen it coming for sure." Okay, Kai, I sort of feel, I sort of feel the same way. I feel like a play in. But playoffs, them being like a, a six, seven seed, I could, I don't see that happening. Cause I'm sitting here looking at the Eastern uh, Conference standings and um, the Pacers, they, 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 they're above the Nets, the Sixers, the Raptors, the Heat, the Wizards. I feel like any of those teams right there could really catch fire throughout the season, like post All Star break. You feel me? Like the standings are going to be a lot different. I mean, even the Bulls, cause Lonzo should be back. By All Star break, I feel like I don't know how long he's up. Don't talk about but I feel like right now. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I feel like I feel like he, I mean, he's a good player though, but he will make a huge improvement to what the Bulls got going on. But it's just it's just too many teams, like too many teams. I can see for for sure for sure next year if they could find a way to package or get Buddy Hield and uh, Miles Turner to different places for different pieces, or I mean, they could put it together, but. You know it's Indiana. You know how I feel about them. You in or you out? Um, Cal. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna piggyback off what Kai said. Like, um, the East is is really is really good because we have the Heat. He said the Wizards. I mean, even the Knicks are a little bit better than them. Um, uh, you have the Nets, my Bulls. We could all jump and get hot. And uh, they're the sixth seed, so it's early. It's too early. I, I want to say they're a playing team, but they're they're tough. Tyrese is tough. It, it's just that they don't play too much defense, bro. They gotta play defense, and that's that's what that's what struggles. That's what, they, what that's what that's where they struggle the most. Their defense. So they gotta find a big who can play solid defense. Jalen is tough. Um, they should trade Buddy. And keep Miles. I say trade Buddy and keep Miles. I like Miles there to play the four, and Jalen come off the bench. You don't like you don't like Miles at the four. Let me make a face, Cam. Uh, he's, 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 he actually he, he, he actually he's he's he's, a, he's a, he shoots, but he's actually a solid shot blocker. But when it comes to his, his inconsistency, it's not. Because he just no, that's injuries. That's injuries. He that's can't injury. stay on the court. But it's just the problem is he doesn't want to play for Indiana. That's what he. Mm. It's just like I'm gonna play lackluster. I don't want to be here right now. I'm trying to force a trade out. So that's it. But has he vocalized that? That has yeah, he said? Bro, like, yo, anytime there's a something to talk about a trade, he'd be the first person to talk about. It. Like when the Lakers wanted him, he came out and spoke about it. He was like, you know, me and Buddy Hill to be a great package for the Lakers. He wants to leave, <laughs> but. Yeah. I'm going to sit here and disagree with all you guys. I have hope for this young team. I think they could stay in that spot as a fifth seed. Uh, obviously, they got to pick up with the lackluster defense. But like y'all all said, it's early in the season. They have time to improve that because those teams under them, 
76ers can't get it together right now. The Heat can't get it together. The Wizards can't get it together. The Knicks can't get it together right now. Neither can the Bulls. Nets, they're finding their rhythm and they're winning games. So that I expect the Nets to take that, that seed and take that jump over them. But just how those teams need the time to fix what they got going, Indiana could fix their defense because that's their only issue. They have five players averaging double digits, damn near six. They got the assists. They got the rebounds. They just need to work on defense. And my take with Halliburton, I think he has that John Morant effect as in chemistry-wise. He knows how to build chemistry on a team. Like, if you see Indiana play, those dudes are having fun. They're having fun. And when a team's having fun, that's a scary sight. Because if we look at that Memphis team, bro, them te- them, yo, those guys are subpar. <laughs> Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson's your next two best players. But, yo, they be rolling. So it's just like, I think they could stay in the spot they're in, maybe make a, maybe get out of the first round, and that's it. The the thing is, they don't have perimeter defense. That's what, that's what scares me. I'm, I could I mean, agree. I could agree. Defense, I could who agree. else? I could agree. I'm not going to sit here and disagree with that. But like I said, I think they, they got the time to figure out a defensive scheme. You know I'm, I'm worried about them because they, they from, the Paul George, Danny Granger era to to now, they've been mid the whole way. They've never been bad to where they could never rebuild fully. That was supposed to be this year. And so, yes, they're exciting right now. For me, I'd rather, if I'm an Indiana fan, which I'm not, but if I was an Indiana fan, I would want them to personally just, just t- tank it all. And I know they're exciting right now and it's fun, but I would rather, I would rather say they get Halfway through the year, and they're like in a play-in spot. At that point, I'm like, do we just want to go get beat up in the play-in, and then get like a, a mid first round pick, and then not do anything with it, or do we want to trade Buddy, trade Miles? If we win, we win, but let these young guys grow and get picks for it. Yeah, I agree. I don't know I about agree. Tank. Yeah, Tank, bro. <laughs> they're not bad, bro. All they're missing is they're that one. Good. Piece. They're not good enough. Yes, they they're not are. good enough. Bro. Scrap it you think all. they're good enough, bro? To beat bro. who? You look, I'm I'm calling it now. They're gonna stay in the five to eight seed range for the rest of the season. And this season comes, you lose first oh. round. Cool. This is when, like I said earlier, take Buddy, take Miles, go get pieces. I'll go get a better vet, or I'll go get a better big, and I promise you they get rolling. Or get a three and D player. A door like Tory Craig or something like that. Just find a defensive find your 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 perimeter defender. Cause like Cal said, that's what they're missing for defense for real. Their bench But who 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 in the market? Who's in the market? OG? Maybe OG. It doesn't, it doesn't it doesn't matter who's in the market, bro. It's whatever team wants to take that trade. And Toronto is never giving OG up. You think so? We are not giving up OG for OG. Toronto giving up OG for money. I got no. I got the head on now. No. <laughs> He said, "I got the add up. Nah, oh, they love no. OG. OG's a great three, three and D guy. His defense is great. He scores. They would 20, not get rid of him. He's twenty five years old. Yeah. So put that let, me, let me give you this yeah. trade: Miles Turner, Buddy Hill, and two first rounds for OG. You're not taking that. They're not. I don't think Toronto's giving. They're not doing that, though. What? Well, no, no, no. Look, look, look. Okay. Go ahead. As a Toronto well, Raptors fan, go it. ahead, AJ. Go ahead. It. Nah, go ahead, AJ. I don't think Toronto gives yeah. a though. Okay, I, gotta say, I gotta say, what we're missing right now is a big. Like Pascal's running some five. We have starting at the five the other night. He's like six seven. Coloco's been solid. 
but he's still young and like doesn't know a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, if that's the killed another great shooter, but he's one of my favorite players ever since he was at Oklahoma. You have him, and you got your big, and then you got a couple picks. I love OG, but yeah, I'll, I'll say Deuce is the OG if that's. Yeah, the I, don't think, exactly. I, don't, I don't think. I don't think. Plus, Gary is not a great shooter. He's inconsistent as fuck. I don't. I, I love Gary Trent, but I can't. He doesn't do anything for me. Right. I do have to say, like as much as I love OG, and I would put him off a lot. Our whole team is filled with lesser OG Ananobi. Scotty Barnes, Chris Boucher, guys are long, athletic. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot, even Otto Porter, who's a lot younger than what I thought. Otto Porter's like 29, yeah, which I thought he was old. like 35. So like, you have a bunch of guys that collectively, and Scotty's going to continue to grow, that could fill that spot. I ain't going to lie. If I'm Toronto, I'm not giving that up. <laughs> well, to, 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 to piggyback off of what AJ said, and this is like the hidden gem about Toronto. One of their coaches, I know this is about to sound bad, but have like an African player pipeline, bro, to get centers from Africa. Siakam, Boucher, and I, I how do you say the other guy's name? Coloco. Yeah. Coloco? Coloco's a great shot blocker. He's still young, has room to grow, and they're helping with him with it. Uh, Boucher's a great shot blocker. He's working on his three ball. Siakam, I don't know. He always gets the job done. He he just always does it. So it's just like to give up OG just for Miles Turner and Buddy Hield. I don't think they'll go for it. Miles Turner can't stay healthy. Buddy Hield is a good shooter, but Buddy Hield also goes through his droughts his damn self. So I would wait until I, I, I would wait. I would wait till Otto Porter comes back and just roll. Like if that trade ever came back, I wouldn't take it. Let Otto Porter come back healthy because Otto Porter could shoot the ball and just keep it rolling with what you got. You mentioned. The, I think that. Oh, go ahead. Adrian. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Real quick, you mentioned their connection with uh, like African players. It's uh, Masai Ujiri, yeah, their owner. Yeah, he's from Kenya. Yeah, like all go. these connections that way, yeah. but it's but a, yeah, it's a pipeline, go ahead, EJ. <laughs> yeah, like I think I think for the Raptors though, like they somewhere down the line, I feel like y'all gonna need some type of trade or something to get that team to the next level. Because y'all, y'all, y'all a fire team, bro. Y'all, y'all a dope team, but it's like I don't think I don't feel like y'all not gonna beat the the that that top team in the East. Like y'all not gonna beat the Celtics. I I, I couldn't see y'all beating the Celtics in a in a in a battle. You know what I mean? Like. It, it, y'all, y'all just need. I feel like y'all just need one more something, some type of tweak to to get y'all really rolling, bro. The something is, the something is is a star player. It's not to trade for guys like Miles Turner and Buddy Hill. They need a star. That team, like you said, is built well, but that piece missing is a star player, which was Kawhi. That's why they got to the chip so damn easily, bro. Like it's the perfect team once you throw a star in there. I'm going to keep it real with you guys real, just real quick here. As a Raptors fan, I'm only scared of the Sixers. And that sounds crazy. We match Even up right we, now. We match up. Yes. Mm. I'll tell you why. We match up well against the Celtics. Jalen Brown and Jason players. OG, Scotty, Boucher, Porter, Siakam. Like we're so long athletic. We create problems. And that's why we stopped Giannis. We built that wall and he couldn't get through. That mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Then Bede, we have no matchup. Like literally, we just throw different bodies out of him. We, we, <laughs> we get Scotty Barnes guarding him for like half the series, and it's like nah. it's tough. So 
personally, like I think we match up, and we're like I think we're one game over after tonight. Um, maybe two games over now, but overall, man, I mean, I'm not scared of anybody, but like a a Nuggets or a, in the East being uh, being Philly because they got the bigs. Okay. Y'all think y'all think uh real quick y'all think Washington could piece it together real quick? You think you think they add a piece or two? They they up there? Nah. They need a bench. They need a nah. bench. They need a bench back. They don't. They don't play defense either. They're another team that doesn't play defense. If you watch their games, it's always high scoring. It's always like one twenty to one thirty. Like, what are y'all doing out there? Y'all just hooping. Yeah, all offense. <laughs> all offense. Jeez, yeah, I can't all hear. Them. I can't hear Kai real well. Who'd you say? Oh. I said uh, the Washington Wizards. I can't. I can't hear him real well. He said the Washington Wizards. Wizards, okay. Yeah, because yeah, the Wizards, the Wizards are like one of those teams. Like they're like they're like the Pacers, kinda. Pacers, kinda Pacers, Pacers play better bro. defense than them. They play no they defense, bro. No, 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 no. They play zero defense in DC, bro. Yeah, they don't. Zero, <laughs> zero. <laughs> Pacers play a little that- bit, little bit. <laughs> I think they should have never gave Bradley that contract, but we going. That's another. Again, who else are they going to give it to? They wasn't going to trade him, so here, take it, take it. True. But um, we're going to roll into our next topic of what was the best trade this off season and what was the worst trade this off season. AJ. Oh, before we hopped into this, we were talking like I just I used it as like off season additions. That's pretty much why what I took this as. Trade wise, I'll agree. It's got to be Spida number one. Not only has he kind of catapulted that team, but moving forward, saw it last year. They didn't have that like I don't want to say veteran presence because Donovan's not old. He's that he's that number one guy that they can rely on when they need a bucket. Um, but Dejounte Murray has helped lead that Hawks team to a four seed. Mm. Then part of that Donovan Mitchell trip. I mean, look what Laurie Markkinen is doing over there mm. and, uh, in Utah. Like who would have thought that? My worst. And we're gonna get into the whole Rudy Gobert thing. It's gotta be Rudy. We can all we can all agree some to some extent about that. Couple like little additions that have literally sucked. DJ Tucker, they go like six games without scoring there. He's averaging three three points a game, getting thirty three mil over three years. And uh I think it was Cal mentioned JaVale McGee earlier. He was getting uh three years, seventeen mil, get four points and two rebounds in nine minutes a game. So uh I don't blame JaVale for that one. I blame offensive scheme and a certain player. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jason Kidd. Yeah, Jason Jason Kidd is a good coach. No, 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 no. No, no, don't do that. Do not do that. Do not. Jason Kidd is a good coach. And we talked about this. How can I excel as a coach if my star player just does what the hell he wants to do? Jason Kidd, bro. Cause look, why? Look, why? Look, like, because why is the bench unit having better ball movement? Everyone's scoring, and Christian Woods is excelling off the bench. Why is the bench unit looking better than your starters? That was that was that's actually a um. I like what I like that, but I for me, I I see, I see when he was over there in Milwaukee, and what he did the first year. And he was low key kind of I don't know in the Milwaukee he was kind of I, I wasn't I wasn't feeling in Milwaukee either. So when he when he got when I see what he doing over here in uh in Dallas, of course you know Luca we got to say something about Luca. You know what I mean Luca 
he he take a lot. He take a lot of room, bro. <laughs> he takes a lot of room. So I can't really say much there, but I don't know. I just don't like a lot of moves. Like, like certain things that he does, bro, it's just, it don't make sense to me sometimes. I don't know. Because me and but, Cal, me and Cal watch Luca very closely. So specifically for one thing hey. and one thing only. And what timing he passes the ball. Because what I've seen this season so far is when they lose games, that means Luca was holding the ball all game. Yeah. When they win games, like when they beat the Knicks today, I watched that game. They beat the Knicks because that whole first half, that ball was moving. Everybody was getting touches. And now you go into that second half. Now this is where Luca takes over. All right, let me just close this yeah. game out. But Luca just doesn't understand that yet, bro. When they lost to the Pistons, the Luca had the ball all game. How do you expect yeah. your, your role players to to feel comfortable and get warm when you holding the ball the whole damn time? It's something he got to balance out and learn. But we're gonna get back on topic. So EJ, who's your worst and best yeah. trade or pickups? Um. Well, I know. I feel like we all probably gonna say the D Mitch and then the worst is Rudy. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna go with the second, <laughs> the second best <laughs> of the second worst because I feel like we all go pick that. Um. My second, I mean, my second best uh, pick. I feel like um, I really like the um, the Kevin Herter trade. I, I like that a lot. I feel like the Kings did a good job um, acquiring him to the team because you see what's going on there, man. He he averaging a nice little thirteen a game. It's working out, man. It's, it's working out for the Kings over there. Mike Brown, the whole shout out, Mike whole system. Brown. Yeah, he making it. He making it look good, bro. I'm a I was a Kings fan for a very, very long time, bro. I've been, I've been through the storm with Depression. these, with this team. <laughs> yeah. So to see them doing that, man, that's that's dope, bro. Um, the second, the the second worst trade to me was Pat Bev to the Lakers, bro. I I just don't, I don't really see nothing there. I don't know what's the point of him, him even being there, and he's starting. I I don't, I don't know. I just don't. I I feel like he just there bro like he's not even really like i don't i don't see the difference he make on the court or nothing bro like i just don't see it i've, I've been i'm watching a lot of Lakers games this season too because i've been rooting for russell and I, I like what russell doing off the bench but i just feel like they could have just put somebody else in the starting position for point guard bro or add somebody like you can have just Dennis let lebron Schroeder. run the point no, 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 no. In the sense of like between him or Pat Bev, I'm going shooter. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'm going shooter, shooter. yeah. Okay, okay. I was about to say what? Yeah, shooter. That'd be perfect. But put yeah. shooter there, and and that Pat Bev is just there to be there. Right? I feel like he had run better off the bench. Just play some defense off the bench. I mean, PJ, Who cares if you guard? Cardi. Like he guarding KD and Cook. Like it don't even matter. Like that's that's yeah. pointless. Like you got. Hard. <laughs> like it don't even matter. Like it just looked good for Instagram. Like that's not even. That's not even. Like what's what's, what's the point? Like I, yeah. I just don't get it. I think that was great, bro. In my eyes, uh, we're gonna the only. Oh, go ahead. AJ. The only reason, yeah, real quick. The only reason I like Pat Bev, um, even though he's shooting like twenty percent from three this year, <laughs> is like I think he has that like yeah. the locker room. Mm. Of presence because mm. we, we saw it the, even the other night look what they've done since he he drilled Aiton in the back i mean they've they've kind of like i've got he brings that toughness even though he's not really providing a lot of stuff on the court and somebody in here mentioned schroeder i think schroeder we can all agree is a better player than bev but i like schroeder with the second unit coming off um and just he's so quick um another ball handler i know russ takes a lot of the ball off the bench but 
Kai? I got a couple, truthfully. I got a couple uh, picks I like. And I only have one pick I didn't really, I'm not really feeling. Try to be a little different. But uh, my first is um, Jeremy Grant to the, to the Trailblazers. Mm, that's a good one. I think that's that was a, a real good move for them. Great piece. They, I feel like they needed that energy. They needed that wing presence with, with all that energy. You feel me? They got. Uh, I had to go uh, Dante D. Vincenzo to the Warriors. So we got rid of uh, Gary Payton Jr. So I feel like some type of defensive presence was going to be needed. And he, he's actually been a real good three and D guy. So. And then uh, the one I didn't really like, the one I wasn't really feeling that I'm still not feeling, is uh, Jalen Brunson to the. To the next, something about that just not sitting right with me still. Right now, right, that's bro, right. Bro, right. Not, I cannot get you. If you look bro. at the stats, he's dead. The, the the best player on that team right now. Yeah, bro. I right. still, but to me, I still can't get Jiggy with that, bro. The problem is, you got to get rid of Julius Randle, but nobody wants him. Nobody wants. It him. don't matter. He's the best player on the team. Bro, Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson to me is like he he get his points, but it makes no impact to the team, bro. You you you've seen bro, they score and it's like but right, to argue that to 20. argue that the problem is and why y'all saying it doesn't you know get anywhere, but it's like your two best players are going through scoring droughts. Yes, true. Jalen has true. to do this, but and we all know this is not Jalen's role. Jalen was supposed to come in. 15 points, and this is supposed to be R.J. Barrett's leap year. That's what that was. But R.J. and Julius Randle go through horrible scoring droughts, and now Jalen Brunson got to act like he's a a top-five point guard in the league. But that's not what he's there for, and that's why it doesn't lead to anything. Because, like, when the game comes down to close games, R.J. shooting bad, Julius Randle shooting bad, and Brunson – Brunson doesn't have the capability of closing out games because he's burnt out from scoring from the second and the third. So it's like when that fourth quarter comes, y'all don't have a closer because your star players is disappearing. Mm-hmm. It's like in my eyes, I sort of kind of felt like the Mavs went with Spencer Dibbity over over Jalen Brunson. You feel me? And J- look, bro, with Jalen too. Another thing with him, like you saying that he was supposed to come in and just drop fifteen. I don't think that was they. I don't. I don't feel like that was their intentions when they picked him up, bro. Because that was a lot of money they gave him, and that's the minimum. Julius didn't even, bro. And Julius, Julie, Julian. Um, I'm saying Julian. I'm messing his name up. <laughs> Julius Randle. This fool. He he's actually playing pretty good this year. More better than way yeah. better than last year. Last yeah. year he went up. Then the year before that he was playing really good. So last year was his slump year. He's playing pretty good this year. And Jalen, when he scored, like, so I was saying, like, when he scored, don't make any impact or whatever. And they go there, uh, Julius and RJ are, you know, they inconsistent at times or whatever. But I've seen games where this dude, um, this dude, um, why am I forgetting his name right now? Okay. <laughs> the from Dallas, man. Uh, Jalen Brunson. <laughs> man. But he, he, I seen him go inconsistent or whatever, cold turkey through a couple games throughout the season. And I'm like, all three of them doing that at the same time is just like bad for business, bro. It's, it, it, it just really don't look good. They're like him getting all that money and shit, I don't know. That's just a lot for him, bro. I, don't, I feel like he, 
for him, they I feel like he was expected to elevate. Did him getting that contract, we're expecting you to play better than what you was playing uh, with Luca. You ain't got you don't have a Luca hold on you no more. So you gotta play a little bit better than what you was doing over there in Dallas. I'm gonna agree to but, disagree. But go I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this one thing. I think that's his ceiling. That's what he is. He can't get any better than that. That's what I'm saying. Make it that that's his role. Like that hundred million, yeah. it was worth it. Because he, he's you think 15. It was worth it? Yeah, bro, but you gotta also realize basketball is the highest paying overall sport in the world. So it's just like y'all saying that hundred million, but yo, in all reality, that's kinda like the bare minimum for a four year deal. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. just like it was the bare minimum. So I think he was worth it because he's coming in, dropping his fifteen to twenty, doing what he does. But one reason I'm disagreeing is because as everybody knows the Knicks they put putting their money on RJ and Julius Randle. And everyone was expecting RJ to take a jump this year and just inconsistent. He's not that guy. He's not that guy. So, but we're going to get back on track. Kyle, you up to talk about your best and worst. So, uh, My best trade is uh, Ben Simmons. I know. I know. I feel like I Ben, ben is going to do like a Draymond role for them. Um, he's showing he's showing flashes of what he can do. He's he's had a game where he had twenty points, fourteen points, and I was I was talking a lot of shit about Ben. He's had eleven assists games, so it's it's just more of him getting into the groove of everything and trying to find his whatever his role is. My worst trade probably has to be. I think. I think it might be the Russ trade. Even though he's doing good, I say overall because is it bad for the Lakers or is it bad for Russ? It's it's bad for the it's bad for both. Okay. It's bad for both because because the Lakers Bron doesn't need a player like Russ to come off the bench for him. He need he needs a shot creator. So they shouldn't have gotten Russ. They should have gotten Demar. We've always talked about this. They should have gotten Demar and they should have left Russ alone. So I think those two. That's that's my take. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. My best, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, dude came in and, like AJ said earlier, helped them take a tremendous jump to literally the third seed. They was like literally barely a playing team last year. So, just coming in as a star and, like AJ said, not being the vet but just being that guy, it's helped them a lot. And I, I have my doubts because they're very very small backcourt. Him and DG are tiny. But it, yeah. it, it's working. Uh, I think Don's averaging like 28 or something like that. He's making it working. Um, my worst trade, also to piggyback on what Kai said, Jeremiah Grant, that was a great trade for Portland. He's averaging 22. I think when Dane comes back, they're going to get stuff flowing again. He definitely helps take the take the heat away from Dame. Him and Anthony Simons, they take the heat sometimes. But Dame coming back, they should get rolling again. But my worst Rudy Gobert, yeah, on paper, it looks like he's doing good, 13-11, but that's what you're supposed to do. But the only reason I'm saying is it's worse, it's because Timberwolves, I feel like last year, they had their offensive scheme rolling, they had their defensive rolling with Pat Bev, they was they made the playing game, made that, you know, made it tough with Memphis. They had an uptrend going, and now getting Rudy turned into a downtrend because we all know Rudy Gobert literally does nothing on the offensive end. And it was tough because I think we all can agree this was supposed to be Anthony Edwards' next step this year. But it's just like bringing in Rudy, you're clogging the paint. The ball movement's weird. There's like there's like the offensive scheme is weird. So you're taking away from Anthony Edwards, and now you guys are sitting as a 
11 seed and you're under 500. So it's just like, I think he just made it worse for that whole organization. Yeah, for a fact. I think the Malcolm Brogdon trade, we didn't talk about that either. That was a good trade. Mm -hmm. That was a great trade. I like Malcolm. Yeah, yeah that was a good one. That was a good one. Mm -hmm. I've been, I'm just, I don't know. Boston. You don't like that trade? No, nah, I like it. But I think it was a perfect trade. Just Boston's going to, I just, you know, as a New Yorker, I hate Boston. So I don't <laughs> like talking about them too much. They, they, their team, their team is amazing, though. Um, their team is yeah, amazing. Their team's, they're, <laughs> uh, I think, I, I think they're going to the chip again this year. I think, I think they're going. Unless they run into the uh, fully healthy Bucks team. That's, the, that's their biggest problem. And it's so weird because, like, if you look at those two teams, Boston's supposed to win that series, man. Like, Boston, but it's just like, yo, the Bucks give them trouble every time. It's Giannis, bro. It's just Giannis. I know. Giannis. And then it's Giannis, and then you throw Chris Middleton into the loop, and then Drew Holiday, and then Brooke Lopez, old ass. <laughs> they be rolling, bro. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby. They they be rolling, man. They be rolling. And uh, Grayson Allen start playing well for them. Javante Carter, he's playing well for them. You just never know. Um, to roll into the next topic, which is kind of piggybacking off of this one, is uh, is the Rudy Gobert trade one of the worst trades of all time? Oh, <laughs> man. So, I feel like, okay, so Cal mentioned earlier, like, the uh, Paul George trade. Is that, like, one of the worst of all time? I think I'm going to give the same answer I would probably give to that. Like, only time will tell with this. But... I mean, I'm, I'm before coming into this, I looked at like a bunch of different trades over the last like 30 years. Uh, the James Harden one is a really bad one. I'm mm. um, like when he for, when he left OKC to go to Houston, that's a really bad one. Because remember OKC with I mean, you guys all remember, I'm sure, but D Russ Harden, they made it to the finals, lost in six or five, Braun and the Miami Heat. I mean, they they were young too. They were all under yeah. 23 years old. Crazy. They could have taken that next step. I always forget about that Net Celtics one. Uh, Pierce, Garnett, that whole thing that went down, that was really gross too. Um, but no, with the Rudy Gobert thing, a lot of people hate on Rudy because he's very limited. Sucks. What he does really well, he's the best at. Rim protection. The thing that sucks though is that like that's not what game today is built around. So saw teams in the postseason when he was in Utah kind of like Use him and, and uh, what's the word I'm looking mm -hmm. for? And uh, manipulate him uh, defensively, get switches on him and have guards just mm -hmm. cook him and everybody. That was the big media thing is he can't keep up with guards and stuff like that. I think personally this could be a hot take. I think they could have won in Utah with Donovan and him. I think it wasn't a Donovan and Rudy thing. I think it was a management thing. You can't just keep putting Royce O'Neal as like the third best option on that team around him and expect to take that leap. I think they could have – in Utah, done. I think Quinn Snyder was a great coach in Utah. I just think mm -hmm. kind of uh, botched that whole situation. But no, I, I don't think it's the worst trade now. But again, if the uh, if the Jazz use all these pieces and dominate, kind of like OKC and the Paul George thing, if they all win chips, which I don't see happening several years from now, it it could be. Yeah. DJ, I I don't think that's the uh, I don't think that's the worst trade, Rudy. Whatever we say about Rudy, we I, I I'm not really a fan of Rudy at all, bro. Like I, I can care less for Rudy, but I feel like he does what he does, just like what, what AJ was saying. He's a rim protector. If he was playing in the '90s, 
we would we would love Rudy, bro. <laughs> like we would, we would love the hell out of Rudy, bro. But it's just at times we in. It's no it's no love for Rudy over here. Definitely not on my side. I don't. I, I can give a damn about Rudy, bro. Like I, I really can give a damn about him. Like and he he the Timberwolves will probably. I feel like they will still end up getting in the playoffs somehow. I don't I don't know how they're gonna do it. But I feel like they still gonna end up figuring out a way to get in there. Everybody right now, you can you can you can call a lot of teams out that's not gonna make the playoffs right now because it's so early in the season. But I feel like they'll figure it out somewhere down down the line, and then they'll get exited out pretty quickly. So that's how I feel about Rudy. The worst trade though, in my opinion, of all times, is the Steve Nash to the Lakers, bro. They gave up like two first round picks. <laughs> uh, two second round picks for Steve Nash on the Lakers, bro. He came to LA and it was just mid city, bro. Like I couldn't believe how mid he was in LA, bro. It, it was like I was not expecting that. I, I I remember just talking to the homies, like man, like man, Steve Nash about to change the whole thing over here, man. Like it's about to be something special. Then all of a sudden, boom, raps. <laughs> like it, it was crazy, bro. But yeah, oh you. AJ just got booted out or something. We have having some technical difficulties real quick. Uh, we got to keep it rolling, though. <laughs> Kyrie. I mean, I mean yeah. I'm not going to lie. I really, I really had to. I really had to, but I got time today. You feel me? So uh, my, my worst trade, my worst trade of all time, I'm going to say is uh, when Seattle sent Scotty to the Bulls. So I mean, we we know we know we know Mike not winning shit without Scotty. Uh, <laughs> we gonna keep it sweet and short. I'm with um, you. Man, you love messing with Mike, uh, man. We hate Mike. <laughs> we hate Mike. We would we would uh, we would get along then, man. Over glorify that man, Mike. <laughs> you bucket, you bucket. I'm not saying you're not bucket, bro. So, I mean, How is he? He not the best basketball player of all time. That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Bro, you about to have a <laughs> old ass uncle pull up to your crib on timing, bro. You're done. Uh, how are you trying to get us banned? Cal go, bro. <laughs> go. Uh, Rudy's Rudy's not the worst trade. I mean, he he does create a lot of friction. I see with Ant, like I don't think Ant likes him too much because he can't do what he does. Yeah, like he clawed in the paint much. But I don't think it's the worst trade. I don't know. It's like he's there. He's just there. He's being Rudy Gobert. What he's done in the last five, six years, he's 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 gonna do that. So, or how can you position him to be the best player he can for the team? How can we stagger his minutes so he has to be on the court with Cat and Ant all the time, so Ant could get a feel of the game and score a little bit better. So I think that's the the issue right there with that team. If they can figure that out. They'll be fine. Um, but Rudy's trash. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to sit here and say it's one of the worst, like I said, because mm. Minnesota was definitely on an uptrend before Rudy got there. They had the pieces. They they had the chemistry going. They was really just waiting on getting to get in a consistent D-low in all reality. But they had the bench. Cat, one of the best bigs, top three centers in the NBA right now. Uh, They had it rolling. Ant-Man was – Looking like he was about to be a top 10, top 5 shooting guard in the league the way he was playing. So, it's just like they had it rolling. So, it's now bringing a guy who has uh, no offensive bag whatsoever. 
refuses to work on it. So it's just like, like to piggyback off of what Cal said, just you're stagnant. You're just a body on the floor. You're ruining our best player's chances to score the ball because he's a slasher. So it's just like, what are we doing? And um, I think Minnesota has to figure out minutes wise, like Cal said too, but it's just like, how can we bench a dude we play millions for, or how do we take millions away like, our minutes away from this type of guy? Like, but it's just, it's terrible. Like, there's no good-looking offensive scheme with him on the floor with those other four guys. Like, I think it's just impossible. So just because he's making the team go in a downtrend, I think it's one of the worst. I don't think they're going to make a playing game. Even I know it's early, but I don't think they're going to make it because if I'm just looking at the standings of what I'm based off now, uh, matter of fact, just now, the OKC just beat them. OKC doesn't even have, oh, a, wow. OKC doesn't even have a real center. Wow. That's another issue. You guys have two bigs, and, you know, Gobert's supposed to be this holy man, holy god of a rim protector who be getting boomed on every week. So it's just like. Like he little bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you're losing to teams without a real center. Can y'all name the center for OKC? Uh, Poku Poku, yeah. Yeah, he got that messed up name. I can't get it. Again. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's, like, it's, yo, bro. But like, like I said, from standings wise and what I'm seeing, they're not making a play. If the yeah, season, if the season to continues that, to go, because the Lakers are starting to find some heat. Okay, see, mm-hmm. okay, sees weirdly wins games. They, they yes. SGA should be in a damn near MVP combo the way he's goddamn playing. I know they're a low seed, mm-hmm. but holy dude drops thirty every game. Uh, Trailblazers, they're 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 where they're at. You got to get Dame rolling. Mavericks, they always somehow some way make runs. Luca's gonna get that together. Warriors are definitely getting their shit together. Jazz, they're gonna take that fall, but I still think they're gonna stay in playing territory. Kings, hey man, Mike Brown, keep it up. They're a fifth seed. The way that team's playing, they're gonna be in that playing area too. So it's just like, I don't know if Minnesota making a playing, bro. Well, with Minnesota, bro, like is it a they, huge gap? Hold on, go on, go on, go ahead, AJ. I was just gonna say with Minnesota, um, address the defensive issue that they had, but they addressed the wrong position. Like Cat, Cat wasn't a good, great defender by any means. In today's game, we've mentioned it on here already that in today's game, with it guard oriented, it didn't address like a defensive anchor or defensive help. The guard spot, like they, Delo's not stopping anybody. Anthony Edwards is crazy athletic, but he's not gonna lock anybody up. Anybody up right now? I think they just addressed the wrong, <laughs> the, the wrong position. I agree. I agree. Yeah, that. Like, said, like they had the perfect team. They had Vanderbilt. They had Pat. They had Malik. Did they have Malik Beasley? Yep, lights out. They had Beasley, and you traded that all away <laughs> for, for Rudy a big. <laughs> Come on, bro, but. I feel like they wouldn't – I feel like it's not the worst trade, bro, just off the strength of even regardless of all those players they had, the Timbs was not getting no chip, and they wasn't going to get close to it with that team, well, bro. Should, so they, it should, was, they should be a top eight seed. They they, they probably – yeah, they, they'll be a top eight seed, maybe even seven, but they no, wasn't getting no, no chips. No, like the Rudy expected them from getting a chip or something. That's why I don't – like if they had a team that was a chip, chip worthy – then I'll be like, okay, yeah, that's probably the worst trade out here. Like, period. Because you also have that, to, you also have to put into play. It's just like you sent all your players and draft picks to Utah. Utah looks way better than y'all with the yeah, same exactly. players. Nah. They right. do look better than them. 
they do look better than them. But that's the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves not they're not they're not playing really that good, bro. But you talk about the drop. Yeah. Them two playing together, I don't think it's gonna be like a blowout or a walkthrough game. It's gonna be a close competitive game. They when they play each other, bro. That that's how I feel sure, like they. But it's just like yo, bro. Anthony Edwards was supposed to take the biggest jump of his career. Yeah. Go ahead, Cal. Yeah. Go ahead. You, you look like you about to charge up and say something. Go ahead. I was about to say some shit. Um, the Timberwolves always do this shit. They always it's like Jimmy. They did it with Jimmy Butler. They they put all their pieces into like the into like the center of the table, and they just like fuck it. We're just gonna run with this with, with this guy. And I feel like they rush it way too fast because they had something good. They had something really good. They could have built on that. They had D'Lo. And it was like, why would you do that? Why would you rush the process? And I think that's what's going to end up... They're going to break up the team, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I, they don't have to break up the team because I don't think they're going to go anywhere. I agree. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe we got to give Ant some time, man. Maybe he's going... It's pan out like Andrew Wiggins. You know you had to give Andrew Wiggins some time for no, him no, to no, like no, fully. No, no. To cut you off, Ant's already on the uptrend. He's showing that he could be one of the best, but it's just like the problem is, like Cal said earlier, Rudy Gobert can't do shit for us on the offensive end. He just stands there. And how are you going to do that to a slashing guard? It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Hey, yeah, bro, he can't, don't talk about Wiggins. Wiggins, 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 Wiggins just dropped 36 tonight. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. We, I saw that. Just saying. He, he, he's not a shooter. He's a shot-creating slasher. And you're going to so sign a big who stands on the block. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, a huge issue I have is we saw AD and Boogie. Like they could make it work because they were, they were more athletic bigs could do more on the court. The thing with Rudy, though, Cat's out for four to six weeks. Ted, these last two games, kind of like in the same situation he was at in Utah, he's gotten dogged by OKC and whoever they lost to the other night. So I thought they would, with without Cat, be able to turn it around, him kind of just do what he did in Utah, but nope. Or in, uh, he sucks. Yeah, Utah, but. <laughs> he sucks. Now you hear what T Max said about him. What, what what has he added to his offensive bag this offseason? Nah, right? like, God damn thing. Like, I saw him do a little bit of post moves. I saw him do post moves, and I was like, okay, Rudy. He did a little drop step. I'm like, okay, Rudy. You know, up and under. I'm like, but other than that, it's nothing. It's really nothing. Yeah, look at me. His bag look, got no, two tricks look at in me it. right now. You really thought Rudy Gobert was gonna do that? In the game, like in the actual game, you thought Rudy Gobert is gonna do that, bro? It's not he even that. Like pass that shit back out, bro. He's not letting. Uh, he's not letting him experiment nothing in the paint, you know. Do over the summertime. Everybody gets better over the summer. What are you doing to get better? Nothing. You have to ask him that. If, if I'm a reporter, I'm asking, bro, what did you do this summer? What did you work on? Did you work on ball handling? Did you work on your free throws? Did you work on a midi? Did you do a post to something? Give yeah, me something. Say, I worked on rebounding and, uh, and shot blocking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Catching some lobs in there. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think, honestly, though, I'm looking at this Western Conference standing. I feel like this might be one of those years where, like, we truly get to see why they implemented the plan. Because, like, the yeah. jump from, like, the eighth seed to the 13th seed is only, like, two two games. Yeah. Two and a half. So, like, let that stretch out throughout the season. 
it's probably gonna be like one game. It's probably gonna be a one one and a half game between like those playing and like the the thirteen fourteen seed for real. Yeah, yeah, be a good one, bro. And I think I think I don't know, man. I think the Timberwolves playing. I I just feel like they still gonna figure out a way, bro. Like the. I feel like the Mavericks gonna drop. Yeah, I people probably y'all probably thinking they about to. I don't know. I feel like a lot of teams are gonna like they're gonna drop, bro. You are gonna see like certain teams gonna you gonna see the best of the best, and then you are gonna see the subpar teams kind of sitting at that same range that like Kyrie was talking about, like that thirteen to ten. You gonna see, and then we gonna see who gonna battle for that tenth and ninth spot, really. Yeah. But it's gonna be a battle though, bro. It's gonna be one yeah, real good. quick. I know it's early. Yeah, I know it's early, but to throw this into Cal's face. Remember when I said the Falcons was gonna be a top five seed? Are they a top five they seed? Third seed. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! And they tied. Well, they tied for the second seed. Yeah, they tied for second seed. Just, I'm just saying. Me, me and the other, me and K, me and the, me and the other Cam, we did call this. I'm just saying. I said I know it too. It's I but I was advocate for two, man. I knew. I knew. I knew. Bro, killings. I am looking like MVP, low key, but we're not gonna talk about that. But to how Zion, Zion, what you about to say, AJ? Zion's gonna get hurt next week anyway. Oh my so. god! Oh my god! <laughs> I, I, what are we I, doing? I, I, what are we doing? I want to. I want to. Not wanna, put that in the air, man. Let's not. Yo, AJ's praying for this man's downfall. <laughs> I'm not going well for you, big bro. I want to see. I want to see them sustain it because I'm, I'm not high on the on the Pelicans, but with the Kings, yeah, I think they're good. super fun right now and. Really exciting! It's the first thing they've been able to celebrate in like twenty five years. It's like being being seven games over five hundred or whatever. DJ, how do you but, feel seeing the sun as a Kings fan? You seeing the light? <laughs> that shit crazy. That's crazy, bro. The last time, the last time it was in the playoffs, bro. It was I never forget, bro. Oh six <laughs> Spurs. They lost to the Spurs four. Oh six. I'm dead ass, bro. 06. That was 06. Oh, my God. I was at that time. I was young as hell, though, and I I just remember. 06. 06. You said what? We was probably like 8 years old, bro. I said I was probably like 10 years old. Some dumb. Yeah, we was 8 or 9, bro. (laughs) 6, bro. I can't. I can't. I think I know. I think I was in like middle school because I'm I'm t- I'm 29 right now. So I was in I was in middle school. Some some yeah, or something. Nine, yeah, we was nine. I was nine. We was nine. Okay, years old. I was pretty old. I was pretty old. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, let's hey, let's not talk about hey, that. That's depressing. <laughs> are you guys Are you guys going to be surprised if Minnesota? I think Minnesota is going to have a better record than the Kings by the end of the year. Is that going to surprise you guys? No, nah, I wouldn't it's be. Not gonna hey, this is what like, they I, didn't, do. I didn't expect this shit from the Kings. They I give me hope. hope. Give me hope, and then they <laughs> crush that shit every time. Bro. Every time <laughs> I, I get hype, and, I'm, and then I get my We're going to roll into our last topic. Who is your early MVP? Ooh, that's a good, I like that it. MVP race is crazy. So it really, it really depends on like what you value. I mean, it's, it's always a conversation we're always going to have unless they give us an answer. What is the MVP? Is it the best player in basketball? Is it the most valuable on a team? Which is what it stands for. Like what, what is it for me? It's gotta be Luca so far, even though they're 10 and 11. I know that, that might sound crazy, 
Um, no. I know, I know. If it was between Tatum and Luca, how the media is going to do it? They're going to give it to Tatum. They're the one seed. For me, it's Luca. My order, if I was going to give it, would be Luca, Giannis. He's got them in the two seed without Middleton all year. Um, Tatum would probably be three, and then Devin Booker has been absolutely hooping in Phoenix right now. So he'd probably be my four spot. But I got to go Luca, even though they're under five hundred. No, yeah. no Curry. I'm sorry for cutting you no. off. No Curry. That's a good point. That's a good point. I'd probably put Curry as the five spot. Okay. But, yeah. DJ? Yeah, I think um I like I like Tatum personally. I like Tatum a lot. I think I think he should get it, but I feel like degree of difficulty of like the pieces around you, you know what I'm saying? What the schedule looking like, you know, how how valuable you are to the team, of course. But like what AJ was saying, we don't know how to rank this shit, man. Because they is it's I feel like it's something different every single year. So it's like an ongoing type of conversation or whatever. But I'm just really for me, I think I, my like the most exciting player to look at for me is is, is Tatum. I, I just genuinely like watching Tatum play, bro. Like he's just fun to watch. Luca is like. Luca fun to watch too when he when it's come to closing out games and shit. But I don't know. I just feel like Luca's like he, like I said earlier, like he's just a lot on the court. He 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 <clears throat> takes up a lot of what's going on from his players, coaches, everything. So I feel like Tatum just flows in the offense. You know what I mean? Like he, he he's a he's a fire defender. I like him on the defensive side too. I, I think his, his defender yeah. side doesn't yeah. get talked about a lot. All really, they don't they don't get talked about. He's a really good two way. Um, Luca is a a good thief on the ball. He he gets a lot of steals, you know what I mean. But when it comes to defending, I don't think he's on the level of Tatum, you know what I mean. So I don't know. I just yeah. So this is like I don't know. I will pick Tatum personally, you know what I mean. Just with with the team doing, but of course. You have to think about like he got Jalen Brown on the side of him. I, I feel like that's always the argument. Like, oh, he got he got you know another All Star right on on the side of him. You know his team is fire. His pieces around him is good. He got a fire bench. You know, so it, I feel like it's a lot of arguments you can use against Tatum to go with Luca. And I feel like that's the narrative that they pushing right now. Kind of what we was talking about or whatever before we started the podcast yesterday. Like they're pushing the. The, the the getting the out of country players these MVPs I don't know if they trying to bring it you know bring in more of that to the league or whatever get more eyes like that so giving Luca that that uh that MVP it probably will make sense you know what I mean on a on a on a Euro standpoint but I don't know that's I feel like Tatum I like Tatum though the MVP the MVP award is probably the award that pisses me off the most because there's nobody that can tell me LeBron has been the best player in the league for four years. Or Mike's been the best for five years. Yeah, I, I can't, I cannot stand that. It's it's a narrative thing. We've seen it. I don't know if you guys follow baseball at all. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, there, there's a whole thing going on there with the, with the whole narrative thing too. And so I just, I hate the MVP. I wish they would come out and just set a set a, a set of rules um, of like what is what is what are they qualifying as the MVP? Yeah, requirements like they don't make sense anymore. Yeah. Nah. Right, Kyrie, go ahead. Uh, for me, I feel like y'all should know who I'm gonna say. Yeah, shut up. Next, and I'm gonna th- I'm th- I'm th- throw y'all for a loop, though. I'm gonna throw y'all for a loop. For me, I'm a, I'm a, it's a, it's a, it comes down to requirements again. You feel me? Because I, I respect Luca. I want to say Luca, but I feel like if I say Luca, I gotta say SGA. 
If, if we're not looking at, if we're not going really pay attention to the records and everything, you feel me? Like, where their team standing, we're talking about, like, actual player and, and how valuable they are to their team. It's, I got to say, SGI. I like that. No Curry? No Curry. No, I feel like Curry, I feel like Curry, honestly, he has more pieces around him. Yeah. More experienced okay. pieces around him. So it's like his expectation level is a completely different than what I have for SGA. Mm. Yeah, I thought you was gonna say Curry off of it. Nah, I mean I wanted to, but <laughs> Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie, who's your goat? Who's my goat? Oh, God. Yeah. Don't gotta get we don't gotta get on this little tailspin here, but I just gotta know real quick. <laughs> That's tough. I'll, I'll drop it on you by the end of the podcast. I'll let okay. you know about that. Yeah, hit me, man. Hit me, Cal. Uh, my my MVP probably is between Giannis and um, Giannis and Tatum. Because, like I said, I don't like Luca because for for it because his record, he's not a great leader. Um, I feel like he's a terrible leader when it comes to rallying troops. He can't do that yet. I know he's young. It's like 22. So it's going to take him time to figure out, hey, I got to I got to go in that huddle and be like, yo, y'all got to strap up cuz we're going to we're about to win this game. We're going to win this game. Time out. We're going to I'm I'm going to let you go, but it's like is the age really an excuse because you yeah, got dudes it like has to be. But we're, what what not but what, what about guys like John Morant, Tyrese Halliburton? Like what about dudes like that? I just just quick not to cut their, their play style is different. Their place, and, and why I say age is because, like, at twenty two, you're cocky as fuck. You're like, I'm, I'm that guy, you know. I, I got it. That's where he's at right now. But that's where he's at. John Morant, so, John Morant's cocky as hell too, but he turns that into team chemistry. But Ja is different. You feel me? I no, I'll take it. 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 You know, Ja is different. I just, I, I just I just want to see where your head at was with that. I just want to see, but I get where you're yeah, coming from. I, exactly. I, I get where you're coming from, though. Go ahead, though. Finish your take on Luke right. and how he's a shit leader. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah, he just has to learn how to listen to his coach, and I see that a lot. You you would see in the huddles if you if you watch the timeout. I'm gonna take the Detroit game. Like Jason doesn't even when they do timeouts, Jason doesn't even speak to him. He doesn't speak to Jason. As far as I can see, you know, they don't have that coach player relationship where they're like talking to each other. Like, yo, bro, Jason Kidd is one of the best point guards ever. Why are you not learning from him? Why are you not picking his? Maybe he is picking his brain, but I don't think he's picking it enough. So that's why I don't pick. Go ahead, Kai. You know what I'm sitting here thinking about, though? Low key. I mean, it might be a coincidence, though, but I feel like that just might be like an international player problem. Feel me? Cause when when Jason Kidd was on the Bucks, didn't Luca? I mean, not Luca. Didn't Giannis say he didn't know who Jason Kidd was? Like he I, wasn't. I, I I love that. So I played I played college ball, and even even though it's not even close to the same comparison or level, having those European guys on that's how they that's how they act. They don't have that like it's different. It's different. Yeah, I, I could see that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, Giannis Giannis should get it. But we know he's not going to, Black so it might go to Jason. Yeah, he's being blackballed, so I got to take it's between Jason and Giannis. Um, my yeah, my, my MVP is Giannis. Uh, 
to piggyback off what AJ said earlier, to bring your team as a two seed without your co-star, that's big. Um, we all know if Giannis sits out, they're not going to win the same type of games. When he's mm-hmm. on the floor, they're going to miss out on big games. I think I think he's just he's a great defender. He's a hustler. He has a drive. He has the heart. He's a winner. Dude's putting up 31 points, 11 rebounds, five assists a game. Uh, you know, he's been playing tough games. But I my take with Giannis is he's blackballed from winning awards. Just how they treated Braun for a bit. It's just like, to me, Giannis is the best player in the NBA right now. Uh, we could argue mm-hmm. it, but I think he is the number one player in the NBA. It's just like, I think people are tired of the narrative of like, all right, like right, we're, we're tired of this guy dominating. But it's just like, he's the best player. And I think in all reality, he should have won last year's MVP. I think he could win this year's MVP. I think he could win the next MVP. He's just so dominant and does everything. But I don't think the league wants to see that. I think the league wants to push that whole, like EJ was saying, that whole European player winning MVP narrative because I think it's guaranteed to go to Luka. But my MVP is Giannis. You think real quick, like two things real quick. No D book without CP3. Like we're not going. I, I applaud that. I applaud that. You know, as a Suns fan, I do applaud that. But th- there's some there's some type of hatred the media gives D book, bro. Like I don't know what it is, but like people just don't give D book his flowers, bro. I don't know what he did to people. Like the man even broke up with Kendall, man. Like he's out of the Kardashian curse, <laughs> bro. My boy D book is out here hooping, averaging thirty five rebounds a game, uh, six assists, like. What what more do like I yeah, yo bro he's the f- first seed in the West with no CP. Uh, uh, fir- hold yeah. on, let me cut you off. Aferni uh, just dropped forty five. Yeah, that he went crazy, but the thing is they don't want another Kobe clone. <laughs> he doesn't even play like Kobe. He said himself, like stop doing that bullshit comparison, bro. No that's, one will ever be. Is, no one will ever be Kobe. <laughs> and I I don't know if y'all seen that clips of the Warriors GM Bob Myers Myers. <laughs> He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was on the podcast. I think it was a uh, mm-hmm. Matt Barnes podcast. He was like, "Yo, stop saying y'all have Mamba mentality. That is bullshit. There's only one player and one person who has that type of mentality, and that was Kobe Bryant. It left with him. I agree. Ain't no one's got the same type of dog Kobe got. Stop saying that shit. You're not like that. Yeah, facts. Be a stretch. Nah, this might be a super stretch. Oh God, bro. But like. <laughs> Do you think you? them giving them international players the MVP? Do you think that could be like a like a marketing strategy to try to yeah, yeah, hell, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. what I was saying. Exactly why I think it is like they trying to they trying to get more eyes definitely coming to the NBA. And you gonna get that for sure. You see these these yearly players coming in and Open. and they win and they getting success in the NBA. It brings more of that more players. Coming from the Euro League, you know what I'm saying to, to the NBA. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's definitely a marketing move for sure. So you mentioned Giannis earlier, Cam. I think he's the most dominant player in the league, and I think he's so dominant that it makes him the best. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's the most skilled or talented no, in the I league. Agree. I agree. So, like, I think he's so dominant. I think I the best comparison I can have is Shaq. Where what Shaq I said was the other best day, fellas, I said this in the group chat. I said Giannis is literally like, what's the word I'm looking for? The second coming of Shaq, just with mobility. Yeah, I, I Shaq. But go ahead. Aiden. It's like when it comes to just talent, though, or most well-rounded. If we're just talking about well-rounded player, I'm taking KD. I'm taking Braun. I'm taking all these guys. But it, when it just comes to dominance 
because um, he has so many holes in his game, guys. I mean, he, he can't shoot at all. He can't shoot from the three. He can't shoot. He has no no uh, no bag at all. He has no dribble moves. Does he that has matter? No, yeah, it's just Does he's it so matter? dominant in the paint. <laughs> Does it matter? So all offense, too. Defense, the defensive side of him makes that makes up for player, too. You know what I mean? I think it's the defensive side because when I look at him, and then I edge him over every single player in the league. I'm like, it's that defense, bro. He, he, you you will pick him. He'll fit on any team, bro. Any yeah, team. They, 100%. Not every player can, can fit on any team. Fits on any team. He don't take up too much room. He, he's not really a selfish player. Like, he fits right in. He's he's, he's probably one of the, the, the top two-way players out here, bro. Giannis is, Giannis is different, man. Hey, that That's why I will put him as the best, yeah. you know what I mean, in the league right now. So Giannis has no skill, AJ? He's selling Harden. <laughs> he, he's, he doesn't have any. He, Are you just he doesn't, hating? Me? Are you hating on Giannis? I'm, I'm, I'm a Braun guy. Even at even at age thirty, almost thirty eight, I'm still okay. thinking he's a, he's a top three right. player in the league. Yeah. Uh, with Giannis, man, I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying Giannis he has got some no dribble talent. moves. He, I'm long at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What? A lot of it's just one dribble from half court, and then he takes two long, long steps. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, somebody, a, that's a skill, though. It's, it's a skill. It's a skill. Bro, but you're doing them euro steps. That takes skill. I think it's an exploitable skill. I, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna put out my Raptors again. I'm not scared of Giannis, like at all. Personally, I, that's, I, it might sound crazy, but Yo, ever after like, after, after that out. after that playoff series, bro, he come he be busting your ass, bro. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> he right. Took that, <laughs> you're not. You took that personal. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Not nah, like Y'all can't. Do, the thing is, to me, is like y'all can't. There is no one could do that anymore. There is no just building a wall for Giannis. I feel like he built that little skill to be capable of getting around it. Yeah, yeah, he has, I, a, little, he has a little midi. It's midi. Shit, ugly. yeah. Remember, hey, remember we was talking about the, we talked about the bag talk, Giannis, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I. Yeah. He had the bag. Giannis, look, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm talking to AJ on this one, man, because I I, I want you to hear, this, bro. Giannis got a bag. It's a very different type of bag. <laughs> But it's a bag because not everybody that's his height can do what he can do. Yeah. Boy, yeah. boy, 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 not doing that. When Bianca, I don't think he he not coming in like that. You know what I'm saying? The way I'm just like just talking about how he comes into the paint. You know what I'm saying? Like very aggressive. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm gonna find a way around the wall. You know his euros. His me got a midi. His midi is, is 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 beginning to hit. You know, and he's gonna keep trying it until it hit. And then the three point, he, he ain't got a three pointer. He can't. He I ain't gonna lie. But he be trying. He be trying. And you gotta protect that, man. That's that's something. Now, now, look, when 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 someone keep trying, like even when when I'm playing ball, and I know a dude is straight trash from the three line, bro. And I'm like, he tall. Most of the times, it's a tall dude, super six foot eight dudes on at twenty four. They can't shoot. They all dunking. So I'm sitting there, I'm looking at him like, man, he can't shoot. But why he keep trying? You know what I'm saying? Why he keep I'm now I gotta play it. up on you because you keep trying to shoot over and over and over again. And I'm like, damn, if I now when I play up on his three, I I gotta respect that. Now he's gonna drive in on me and he got me beat almost every time because he's he's way bigger than me. So it's like that's what I these defenders are thinking like that. Like they, they you gotta work, you gotta hop on this shot. 
because he probably already dropped 20 on you in the paint. Now he's shooting. The coach is going to get mad. It's a lot of pressure on you guarding someone like Giannis. It, it may seem like a walkthrough because it, it just seemed like he just walking in the paint because of how dominant he is. But he got a bag, bro. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bag for sure. It's a different type of bag, but it's a bag. It's just, he's got a tremendous feel for the game. He he can, he can yeah. finish. He can finish really well, even when he's not throwing it down. He can finish really well around there. He's got a nice touch. I think though, what scares me about the Bucks is Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and the and Bobby Portis and Pat Connaughton yeah. and Grayson. These guys that can just shoot so well um, and do other things. Like Chris Middleton is a dog, and people don't talk about him enough. Like he's a dog. Mm-hmm. Drew Holiday can lock up any guard in the league. In we my love opinion. Drew Holiday over here. Yeah. <laughs> so. So like, like if Giannis is in Dallas right now, much better are they? A trillion times better. Think so? Yeah, that's a. I think that's a. That's a. That's a chip. I'm not gonna lie. Are, are you saying like replace Luca and put Giannis there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think Dallas is a top five team. Yeah, for a fact. For a fact. Really? Giannis yeah. Giannis just does so oh much, especially like I, like everyone's saying he does so much. Both sides of the floor. Luca don't play no goddamn defense. Oh. And and this is the thing. Like this is where Giannis is an amazing leader. He brings that energy. And then as a player, bro, if I'm watching my teammate busting his ass going 100, percent now I gotta do it. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's doing that for Dallas right now, and that's their problem. Yeah. Like Cal said earlier, y'all don't have a leader, especially if you just mm-hmm. disrespecting your head coach at that too. Who are we supposed to? Who are we supposed to drive behind? You know what I'm saying? You guys are gonna think I'm. You guys are gonna think I'm crazy. I think they're maybe two games better. And so my my reasoning. I know. So my reasoning behind that is Middleton, (laughs) Drew Holiday are like two co-stars that he has. I actually I don't think it's a team chemistry thing and a leadership thing in Dallas. I just think they're awful. I just think they're bad. Like Spencer Dinwiddie is their best player besides Luca. Dorian Finney-Smith. See, but the uh, thing is, I think... I think no, no, I agree with him. I, I agree think, with him. I think Giannis will make better do with those role players than Luka. Yes. I think they're, I, that's I think the they're difference. better. Like, I, 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 that's the difference. I think Giannis just knows how to get these role players going, bro. I feel like he's like, unselfish. That's the thing with Luka. Luka's unselfish, bro. And that's what he has to learn how to not be. Because if he doesn't get out of that ball-dominant... I'm gonna take the la- I'm gonna take every shot. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take every possession. I'm gonna go at this dude's head. You can't do that, bro. It's a team game. And you gotta you gotta let your role players find a, a rhythm. And a big thing with Giannis and like say if you do put Giannis in in Dallas, I think Spencer Dinwiddie would be even better because one thing Giannis does very well is draw defense to the paint. Like yo, when Giannis drives, you're throwing three people at him. Like we've seen it all the time. You're throwing three people at him with no question. You throw mm-hmm. that. Giannis will pass that ball out to Spencer. He will get it out to the shooters, and they're gonna be able to move with freedom. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like yeah. with Luca to piggyback off of what Kyle, what Kyle was saying, like being ball dominant, trying to ISO, trying to score mm-hmm. at a time. Mm-hmm. Again, like I said earlier, how as role players are we supposed to get into a rhythm? You can't. Yeah, yeah right. bro. And in the Mavericks too, I feel like. If Giannis was to go to the Mavericks, it I look at the Mavericks, right? I'm looking at the Mavericks and I'm looking at the Bucks. Of course they got they got Chris and they got Drew, but their role players are low-key similar in a sense because Spencer Dinwiddie 
is really good with the ball. He's a really mm-hmm. good facilitator, but you don't really get to see too much of that because Luca usually got the ball. But when he run with the like what um, Cam was saying earlier, when he runs with the when Spencer runs with the bench unit, they look really good. You know what I mean? Now you can start Christian Woods mm-hmm. just like how Brook Lopez starts over there in, in Milwaukee. And now you got something. Now you got a problem coming in because you got Spencer moving the ball. Giannis playing his role, doing what he's doing, being ball dominant, kicking the ball out. It's a lot of stuff going on. Two lockdown defenders and and Bullock and, and Finney. It it, mm-hmm. it 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 will make sense. I feel like it will work, right? It will really click, man. <laughs> yeah. like, I, to to your guys' point, I I do have to agree. Like Bucks run a lot of DHOs, dribble handoffs mm-hmm. with Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, and with. Dallas, that would work with Spencer Dinwiddie. That does not work, um, like with Luca. What Luca's doing right now? Take off, take off. You know, eighteen seconds of the shot clock, then rely on a kick out to the <laughs> Yo, corner. I've been, or saying, a, this a, this for saying, I've been saying this for so long. I'm happy someone's agreeing like, with me. It, it's just, it's just, it's just pick and rolls. It's that's what it, it's no. It's no pin downs. It's no Luca going the post, get the ball and kick it out. Like if he would go on the block and and mm-hmm. and navigate from the post, big that would be guard. lovely. I would love guard. to see that. Yeah. Like you're a big guard, go down yeah. there and cause havoc, cause foul troubles, get everybody into foul troubles. I feel like we got a factor in pace as well. Though. Quick, you kick it out to shooters. You have a lot of shooters. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't I feel like. What you say? I feel like we got a factor in pace as well. Because think about Giannis on the fast break. There's not so many players in lane that stop him. Think about all the ISO ball that Dallas does with Luca and, and Spencer. And you feel me? They might run these pick and rolls and pin downs, but it's a lot of ISO ball compared to what they do in uh That's what in I'm Milwaukee. Saying, but that that comes with respecting your coach. I know Jason. I know Jason Kidd does not want to run a goddamn pick and roll all game. No, he does I know not. He doesn't want to run an ISO all goddamn game. It comes with what is what is Dallas's um fast break points per game? I don't. That's know. I don't know. I don't know. Let me look. Let me look that up. I don't know, but. AJ, if you put Giannis in 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 uh, Dallas, they're they're a top five seed. I, I think so. I think so. I I get your guys' points. I get your guys' points. But question: Do the Bucks stay the same with Luca? Do the Bucks stay a second seed with Luca? And make it even worse. Or worse. Yeah, <laughs> yo, yo, Dallas is thirtieth in fast That's break points. Horrible. That's <laughs> horrible. <laughs> They average nine point seven points per game. And you think Jason? Kidd, you think a guy like Jason Kidd wants to play at that pace? Absolutely no, not. I mean, bro, if they play too slow. You can't play like that. So why do you think that is? Because Luca's it's Luca. It's Luca. He's a guy that that has such a good eye for the game and feel for the game. That's he the can make. That's the he can push part. it. That's the, I agree with you a hundred percent, and that's why I find it weird. Because me and Cal had this argument probably like a month ago with Lucas. Like Cal was saying, he's such an amazing playmaker. I feel like Lucas, yes, he has the capability and like you said, the, the vision to do it, but he doesn't. So that's where me, like as a you know, I'm an ex basketball player. So to me, it's just like, bro, you're not that amazing of a playmaker if you're passing with only five seconds left in the shot clock. I believe Luca could speed the pace up, get your wings running. And really become that next level playmaker, but yeah. just like like yeah. AJ saying, it's like why are you not doing that? Be, yo, he yeah. could average, bro, he could average eleven assists Easily. and nine rebounds a game. Easily. I swear to oh, averaging thirty. Doing points that, he's gonna take that step down like James Harden. You think it's gonna be like a to. Rockets to James Harden versus 
what we see in Brooklyn and, and Philly now? If he wants to win, he has to. But again, yeah. where his points per game going to drop like seven, eight points per game, but he's going yeah, to get the double digit assists and at least yeah. average 25, 8, and 11. That would be ideal. Yeah. yeah. I think that's perfect. It, I was crazy. He... No, go ahead. Go ahead, AJ. I was going to say, even if, let's just say, even if they change this and, and move faster, they're not going anywhere with that roster. No, no, like, no, no, no. It helps, it helps Luca no. and helps their team get better, maybe in the top eight. Yeah, but it's not. Uh, they are. They have a lot of in-house stuff they need to figure out but first. I think if they do learn how to change the pace and they do show the league that they could play at this pace, I do think it's going to attract more like better role players to come in, so Luca could, you know, Luca and the Mavericks could get to a championship game. Because if you look, because right. I've been to a, a Dallas game, their pace is horrible. And yeah. and in today's in NBA, you can't have slow pace, man. And like you were saying, like way earlier, like you know how it takes two stars to win a game. I mean, to win a chip. I genuinely believe Luca cannot play with a real co-star. We At cannot. this time, I believe Luca cannot play with a co-star, like a real co-star. Like how you bring in Christian Wood and make him come off the bench? That that should tell you something. Just saying that you calling Luca Westbrook? Ooh, it's a great it's Ooh, a great comparison. That That's is, what Egypt actually that. that, that mm. It's a great comparison. If you think about it, yeah. If you think about it, they're <laughs> I might have the to. same player. <laughs> I might have to agree. I, no, but oh. they they botched the just... whole. Go ahead, AJ. They botched the whole Porzingis situation. Yeah, I'm, a, a I, I'm with you on that one. They should have never got rid of KP. I think they should no. just figured it out because KP is hooping for DC. Well, he was hooping for New York. Yeah, man. He just used him the wrong way. They didn't. They didn't use him in a pick and roll type situation or a flare guy or any. They just literally. He was a solely catch and shoot guy from Luca. Yeah, they botched the whole situation. You know who got that problem right now, right? Philly. They don't know what the hell to do when uh, Embiid and Harden's on the court together because Harden's Mm -hmm. sitting here trying to run pick and roll with arguably the best center in the NBA, who has a bag. And it just doesn't work. Now you're taking the ball away from Embiid. He's sitting there like, bro, I'm not running a pick and roll all game. Like it's just, it's weird. It's weird. It's hard. If we if we want to talk real quick, ball handler and big wise, watch out for Bron and AD. I'm, I'm just I'm oh, just saying. Well, we I know it one. sounds know I know it one. sounds crazy. Okay, you guys are with it. <laughs> yeah, everybody yeah, I talk, yeah. everybody I talk to, they're like, oh no shot. They they oh, looked God. like 2020 last night against yeah. the Bucks. They started in the fourth that quarter. Was, they didn't mess around. Game. That was a great game. Fourth quarter and didn't mess around. Team, man, they picking up some serious steam over there, bro. It, it's looking, mm-hmm. looking good, bro. Yeah, everybody was hate. Everybody was knocking Nerwinham, bro. But I like what he's doing, bro. Nerwinham is he 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 gonna be a solid coach throughout the year. It's it's gonna take some time to learn to learn his crew, but I mean they they beginning to catch some steam. AD just gotta stay healthy, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They gonna be all right, man. For real, I don't know where they. I feel like they gonna they gonna probably land in like they probably still be a, a playing team. I feel like they'll no, be no, like. No, no. I think they. I, I think they're a five. five they, I think they're a five. If they three. keep up this pace, I feel like this five. Yeah, I say five. Five through eight for five. me. Five through eight. Yeah, eight, five. eight is playing, right? Ain't, ain't that still the plan? Yeah, or that's technically still playing. Yeah, so I think I think they I might be think, eight. They're five, six, seven, or eight. They're in that area for me. Yeah. If they keep definitely. the pace. If they keep the pace. But um 
we're going to call that an episode. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and coming back, checking out on us. Thank you for AJ for coming yeah. in. And, you know, hopefully you guys see his face again. EJ, yep. you're always here. You're the man. But thank you, everybody, and tap in next week. <laughs>